Welcome to Football Date Night. I'm Dave. Everything's terrible. <laughs> the Bears are terrible. Football's terrible. The Nationals are terrible. The president's <laughs> terrible. It's just all bad. What? We're, we're going there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just bad. It's just all bad. And I'm Melissa, and the Nats are terrible, and that's sad, but 49ers are 7-0. Yeah, things are pretty yeah. sunny on this side of the yeah. couch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the. Um, it's so weird. It's like the, it's the weird. movie Trading Places. You know, like I started <laughs> out at the beginning of the season, all all excited, and you were down in the dumps, and I was a stockbroker, and you were the homeless man. <laughs> and now <laughs> I've been homeless for a while in football terms. Roles are very reversed. It and sucks. I I, f- I feel your pain. Dave, but like, I feel like you should be, you, you should give me love for, I mean, this is really exciting. Seven and oh, the 49ers. Yeah. And now you have the kids on your side too, which is even worse. So now <laughs> I, th- I thought I had, did my... you like when our son liked the Washington football team? More? No, no, no. But they, they were, they were poised to become real bears fans this year. And now they're, no. oh, Niners, this There's Niners, no Khalil Mack costumes, yeah, Joey, happening. Joey Bosa or whatever, Nick Bosa, uh, whatever, whatever Bosa Defensive player want. of the year. Yeah. Not just rookie, defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, according okay. to Richard Sherman and like anyone with eyeballs. Well, Richard Sherman is, you know, about as objective <laughs> analysis as you're going to get on uh, the defensive player of the year uh, race. All right. Well, if we haven't depressed you yet, this is football date night. Um, again, I'm Melissa. That's Dave. And yeah, we uh, it, it's it's weird how the, the turn, twists and turns that this podcast has taken, this podcast that started last year. And I, I guess since that playoff game, since Cody Parkey, things just have been really shitty. Yeah, I thought we had a kicker. I thought we had a kicker. We can't even get that You're right. You're going to blame the kicker, really? I'm not blaming the kicker, it's no. It's not the kicker's it's fault. It's definitely not the kicker's He's, fault. He had been great up until this game. That's what I – and and I, I hate I hate when the kickers take take the blame, which I get it. I don't it's think nice, I don't but. think people are even putting the blame on the kicker. I mean, the Chargers are such a bad football team. Do you know what they did an hour ago? They yeah, fired they fired Ke- their offensive they coordinator. They fired their offensive after a win. After they beat the, the one of the best defenses supposed to be in the NFL, they fired their offensive coordinator. <laughs> that just goes to show uh, how bad that team was that the Bears lost to. I know. I feel like Ken Wisenhunt gets fired every year from like whatever his job of the season is. But he'll get another job. I'm he sure he will. Does. He always does. That's how it works in the NFL. Yeah, him and uh, Jim Caldwell <laughs> reemerge. <laughs> Is Jim Caldwell? Yeah. Um, so again, football date night. Yeah, you, you said that before. I know. You know what? We're, you know what I'm going to say? Uh, no, I don't. So, because this is like actually a, a podcast, and we want people to support us and listen to us, and not just say football's terrible. Goodbye. Have a nice life, <laughs> which is pretty much what you're doing right now. There's there's some positivity here. And, and at our core, I don't know, Dave might disagree in a second, but at our core, I think we both love football, the, the you know, core of it. Did I say core a bunch of times? Yes, I did, because I'm trying not to talk about, like, the Bears and all the periphery stuff. But, yeah, the, the chess match, all of that. So hopefully you'll get some positivity. And if you feel any of that or you just – feel camaraderie with Dave being just miserable about everything related to sports and life. Well, either way, leave us a good rating and a review. 
on Apple Podcasts because we need your help to grow. That's how we keep having more dates and we keep making poor Dave talk about his team. Yeah. But you could support us. Yeah. You could Just force him to do misery. that. <laughs> you can commiserate. So so I wrote about the Bears, as you know. Yeah. For the Guardian. I do a weekly column for that. Or it's not a weekly. A it was very week. good. It was a very good piece. Oh, you actually read it? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. I didn't think you actually read my columns. It was the one piece of Bears commentary that I consumed Okay. Today, so. Yeah. I mean, the angle we took there was kind of like, you know, they're wasting this incredible defense, which is not quite as incredible as it was last year. There's lots of double teams of Khalil Mack. Obviously, Akeem Hicks being out is huge. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's you just think, like, as I wrote in the piece, yeah, you know. I'm not going to mention the two quarterbacks that the Bears could have had instead of Mitchell Trubisky, but you do think of, like, a lot of other quarterbacks being under center and what the outcome would be for that team. And, and you know, you can't pay everybody for that long. And so it's like, how long are you going to have this crazy def- defense together? So it's, it's I don't know. I, I hate when you – you know, we've talked about this for Larry Fitzgerald, I feel like, for 10 years. Like, oh, you've wasted his career. But then when you talk about, like, an entire unit, it takes it – you know, to a different place. Yeah, I mean, but that's the story of like the Bears franchise just well, wasting their defense. So this is like an entirely familiar feeling. That's uh, true. So I mean, it's it's just you know complete resignation, and they're just gonna have to start over. Um, I don't know. Can they get Cam Newton? How about Cam Newton? Would would he be available? He might be. He's not starting again this week. Like Kyle Allen again. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Eh. You're not impressed with Teddy Bridgewater? You'd, you'd rather roll Trubisky? I'd rather roll with Cam Newton. Because you know that Cam Newton did it at an elite level. And like if he could get right, then maybe he could kind of rediscover that magic. But Teddy Bridgewater is like... You a, can say the same about Kaepernick. But I guess I'm Okay, yeah. No, I, I would take Kaepernick over Teddy Bridgewater. But, you know, whatever. This is kind of moot because they're not going to do anything. But, uh, well, you know... Whatever. Let, I mean, go Niners. Seriously, go Niners. Thank I'm you. you. Thank you. you. I, I just want to say, like, I, you know, I, I love you and I feel I feel your pain. I mean, I don't because the Niners are 7-0, but I feel it because, you know, we're, we share things because we're married. And I, I just think the whole, you know, a lot of reaction I got from this column and, and from a few tweets on social media. I'm at the football girl, by the way. Dave's at TFG underscore wise guy, I think. Yeah, he is. Uh, doesn't tweet that much, but he will if you tweet him. So people are, you know, ha- like half the half the people want Trubisky. Well, everybody wants Trubisky gone. That's that everyone yeah. wants Trubisky gone. No one, no one has any hope whatsoever that he's even going to have incremental progress. Like he's basically he's, the B- Blake Bortles of the NFL now. Like, yeah, he's dead man walking. It's so crazy though. Like he's played well in that last playoff game against Cody Parkey. Now he's he's dead. He he's was like a Pro Bowl last year. He had a high yeah. QBR rating. Yeah, we always go but but it's to. NFL. Like he's dead. Matt, yeah. Matt Nagy was the coach of the year like seven months ago and now people want him fired like there's some people want him fired and then there's some people that are like well obviously it's Ryan Pace's fault for taking Trubisky so cut him some slack I don't even know where do you fall cut him some slack coach of the year has a great playbook uh I think he's a he's a brilliant mind he doesn't you know when you have a quarterback that's that bad 
you kind of got to cut him some slack uh, and, and give him another chance with at least an average quarterback and see what he can do. Uh, so, you know, I definitely cut him some slack. I mean, they were an amazing team last year, and they fed off of his energy and his sort of right. creativity with the playbook. And, yeah, now the NFL's figured him out, and everyone just knows Trubisky sucks and, like, let Trubisky beat you, which he can't. Um, and so it's just, a, it's just a terrible situation. And now it's like it's that funk. It's just, you know, bad things feed off each other. The team's losing their confidence. They're stupid turnovers, stupid penalties, obviously missing a kick. Um he missed, it's, you know, you saw the first kick that he missed was a doink. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Jesus. Uh, so 41 yards. Though, yeah. The season, you know, just retool next season. See what happens. I mean, every NFL season so is, is its own beast. And, you know, right. the 49ers well, have that magic. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, they're they're just it's like everybody and the Patriots. I mean, that's that's pretty much what it is. Everyone can go up or down depending on a few inner injuries and a few lucky bounces, except the Patriots. They're the only one every year consistently that, that performs. It's unreal. That's true. That's true. I mean, I, I you know, I look at the Niners, though, and I just feel I, – I, I feel you. Like, I look at what Chicago did last year, and there are a lot of similarities, obviously, and it's just things going right. And, and look, Jimmy Garoppolo is – I mean, he's better than Trubisky, obviously, by a lot. And I still think that there's a little bit of recovery from his injury where he's, like, tentative in spots here and there and, and still makes some mistakes that he shouldn't and whatnot. But – man like that that defense and what they've you know what they've built and I I don't see it really like dissipating it seems like a defense that's built to be sustainably dominant for like you know at least three to four years which is a long time in the NFL I'm sure that won't be the no, case no you just can't injury. say that you can't say that about anybody why can't I but but, but I like, mean just enjoy the year don't think about three to four years not, nobody no, has I, I'm nobody very much has three to four year. years of sustained success in the NFL except the, except the Patriots and maybe like the the Packers the when, when Aaron Rodgers yeah was, and the was Chiefs the so, and any game. Andy Reid coach team they're not going to win Super Bowls but they're going to always be good Okay. Going to be regular season. You could throw the Chiefs in there. You could throw the Chiefs in there. Yeah. But I would, I would just but, enjoy the season. Just enjoy the season with the Niners. But I, I don't like that. I, I don't like the whole notion. I mean, I, I know that you're just like a little bit sour right now, but I don't want to be like this is going to be over, and you know, when they lose to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, or they lose in the, you know divisional round or whatever and then like now we're just gonna suck next year because that's the way in the nfl goes i realize that's what's happening to you but i i i would put kyle shanahan's play calling kick i'm like i'm i'm i'm, I'm like I, what well, i'm beaming right i'm mm-hmm. beaming i feel like magic like i feel like when we were in our gaga phase and i i'm just like feel so happy and light that's how i feel about (laughs) kyle shanahan's playbook i mean it is as i was telling you it's like you it's like literally i think you know i'm watching the ball and this is what's so cool about football for me and you it's you know sure you can go back on film and you can find these little like intricacies here and there, but you know, so many plays and I'm watching it tonight in this Monday night game, which I don't have that much 
just say it. We, we can talk about it if you want, the Steelers. No. But, like, he's so boring. It's like, oh, third and, you know, seven, drop back. Like, you know, just, just super predictable. You just know what all the play calls are going to be. Shanahan's up there, and it's like, you know – like, like, uh, you know, there's so much movement. There's like lateral movement or like, I think it's going to be a, a screen to Tevin Coleman. And then, you know, George Kittle suddenly like running up the seam, like totally open and catching. And like, my eye isn't looking at the ball. Like, like I'm, I'm not even able to follow the ball and like, which is obviously the point of the play design. And obviously the defenders aren't either. And that just happens. And so like, it goes, runs so deep how confusing the looks are and it's so beautiful it is it's like oh i just i I gotta reel you into this dave because i really think i know you're down on football but i think if you because you weren't you didn't watch the game yesterday you were at a soccer tournament youth soccer tournament but like oh it's so beautiful and i don't think it's just gonna end this year okay good i hope you're right i mean 51 points yeah that's like that's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, but aren't you guys like averaging like three turnovers a game or something? Yeah, the turnovers are a problem. No, it's I mean, no, I mean, oh, defensively. Yeah, I mean, no, that's but not there's offensive turnovers there's, too. Well, yeah. yeah, but like so much of winning turnovers is luck. I mean, some of it is, is pressuring the quarterback, but like having the other team throw you the ball or having a fumble that bounces your way is luck. And so some of the stuff is, you know, you're taking, you know, the Niners are taking the, having the benefit of kind of statistical anomalies. So like you gotta, you know, you're going to have to at some point grind out games where you don't win the turnover battle. Pretty much every, every, well, game. they did. I mean, they lost against the Steelers. They lost the turnover battle and they still won. I mean, okay. I know. That, we that watched a, the Steelers that was a grind tonight out. who, True. you know, True. looked okay. okay. Win a game against a <laughs> competent team Enough. where you don't Made win the turnover plays. battle. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about Monday Night Football? Um, I saw that great Mason Rudolph play at the end of the half, uh, where the where this somehow the Steelers thought it would be a good idea at third and twenty uh, to blitz everyone and oh, have no that was no safety. I can't even. I can't even zero safety help. Uh, Led by like defensive mind Brian Flores. By the walked way, walked into the end zone. They have to be taking. You know my theory like, about them taking. That I was know. like, how could you be that stupid? Like, how could the defenders be like, I'm cool going in this position and not hanging back? Like, I feel like somebody had to veto Brian Flores or like whoever <laughs> made the play call. Like, how could they just? Like, I feel like I would I would boycott that play call if I were, you know, a safety or something. I mean, it was. Yeah, they're tanking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm starting to believe you. I mean, Brian Flores looks pained, but and then they were and they were winning. You know, I think they were up fourteen right. nothing, and they, then they, I was like, like, "Oh shit, right, where this is supposed yeah, to happen?" Listen, guys, we're doing too well. All right, here's what we're gonna do: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna blitz everyone, but like, don't get to the quarterback, and then just whoever receiver gets it, just run, like try to catch them, <laughs> but like just let them score because we need to lose this game, guys. All right, one, two, three, go go Dolphins. <laughs> That was funny. I don't know if you saw, but Mina Kimes took that, like, just a screenshot of that, of the formation on that that play you were just mentioning and just was like, in case anybody wants, like, a detailed description of the play, and then she just, like, drew a picture of a tank. (laughs) 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 Um, That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a uh, and so the Steelers, by the way, um, in my hand, I have the, the the they always say like the way too early playoff picture. Like every outlet does call it the same. <laughs> but like it's still We're halfway through the season. I know. Not I don't think early. it's way too early at all. Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to clinch that home field advantage. <laughs> Not that you know the Saints are breathing down. 49ers neck or anything but um the Steelers are actually they're in the hunt they're well they're probably yeah they're either the eighth or ninth seed because they're all four and four so I don't eighth or ninth seed what are you NBA (laughs) (laughs) well they're four and four so I don't know they're there, because I don't have the current. Okay. This is per. This was pre Monday Night Football. All right. Uh, the, all right. NFL.com did not update, and I don't know how the tiebreakers all work out, but it's so crazy because you look. The Patriots are obviously the one seed. Yeah. And get this: the number two seed in the AFC are the Colts, who almost lost to the Broncos yesterday. That is so depressing. And like should have. Actually. So so the the. <laughs> The, the I mean, spare parts that they have at quarterback, uh, Jacoby. I mean, Jacoby Brissett. But no, I mean like backup. They're to Tom very Brady. well coached. Like they that, are. They are. When, like I did my tweet about like, oh my god, Kyle Shanahan has to be coach of the year. They should. I mean, of course, Bill Belichick should always be coach of the year, but he's not uh, for some reason. So, and then like Frank Reich was the number one person everyone like would reply with their gif of him doing something because he is also a coaching wizard but continue ripping on the Colts I'm sorry yeah and they got former Patriots backup and a 52 year old kicker who's still <laughs> kicking game winning <laughs> kicks uh, you're almost not exaggerating no I know he turns 47 I think in a couple weeks that Adam is that was amazing he must do mad yoga to keep flexibility that would be interesting to find out what I'm just sure there's yeah, pieces out like, there you know I'm just over 40 yeah and my personal flexibility has gone way down i can't <laughs> imagine like having to cook a football well, or anything. your career yeah it really tanked your career as a professional uh kicker so yeah Still. i feel like there should be more content on him 46 years old going for, turning 47 like there should like i feel like there should just be i don't know like like there there should just be more pieces on him like every week it is so Fast. I mean, I know yeah. he's a kicker, but he's still old. Out of it, like he looks like old. a grandpa too. Like he doesn't look like a like Tom Brady is like looks like he's you know twenty eight years old. But Adam Vinatieri like literally looks like he is fifty. Yep. No, it's amazing. So okay, so rounding off the or rounding off. So the Colts, and then you have the Ravens, three seed, Chiefs four seed, um, Bills five. Texans six. Oh God! I mean, so like, Bills just did not look good. What is yesterday. even the point of like going f- through the motions with the AFC? I mean, it's so clear the Patriots should <sighs> be Super Bowl. I mean, people think that people think that Mahomes can you know coming back, but they don't. They can't can he stop, stop the yeah? Run. Can Mahomes right. play defense? Right, they can't stop the run. Like, why aren't they trading or something? Like, I know they are so. I mean, maybe bad they will. The We're run. recording I this. Mean, like the day before the trade deadline. They had the the Packers on the one-yard line on the Sunday night game. You know, three timeouts, like three minutes left to go. And the Packers just ran right through them. Like, it's just oh, yeah. unbelievable. They're just if – you, if you can't stop the run when, when 
the you know you know the other team's running that's just bad that's not good yeah yeah uh so the nfc this is like i mean this is awesome i i love i mean i wish in a way i wish the niners were like I don't think I wish the Niners were like the Patriots. I actually like the fact that it's totally stacked. I don't want to, it's well, boring. You to don't just... have to worry about the Niners being like the Patriots. No, thank you. No, but you know what I mean? Like where you just know you have no real competition. Yeah. So no, then, the NFC's always Because it's like, all right, if you lose to one of these teams, ultimately it like doesn't, it's not that big of a deal, right? So yeah. the Niners are the one seed, obviously. Saints, two. Packers three, Cowboys four, Seahawks five, and Vikings six. I mean, how awesome is that? That's pretty good. That's like the Rams looking in at seven, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Eagles are, you know, down in the ninth seed. Jeez. (laughs) It's crazy. uh, I mean, that's like very, I don't know. It's like you want. You could put some of the NFC teams in the AFC. I know. I I just, I wish. Freaking Astros in the American League. That's one thing that needs to happen. Also, ESPN, when they get their, whenever they get their new deal, like whatever that is, they, they got to get some flex options. I mean, honestly, to sit there and watch Miami and Pittsburgh and the Steelers did make some good plays. That was just like my eyes were burning. Like it was, uh, I, I mean, know. I'll be honest. I couldn't watch at a certain point. I'm like, they this is literally a waste games. of my life to be how watching. Many, how many games have they had that, that are even remotely competitive this year? On Monday Night Football, I mean, they had that that Saints Texans game. That was a good yeah, game. yeah. But other than that, I just don't know. Monday Night Football. I mean, it, it's it's kind of become irrelevant. I mean, the games aren't good. You know, the 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 crew isn't that compelling. Unless you're gambling or doing fantasy football, it's kind of easy to go about your week but then again, then again i hate football so <laughs> i'm not i'm a little bit uh, jaded right now i'm sure there's other people that enjoy monday night football I just no but your point is that it doesn't have the marquee that it once did it does. i mean and you always hear those like the quotes throughout the week because reporters kind of ask the same questions and you hear players being like "Ooh, we get to be like showcase our talents on monday night Football. Yeah, but it doesn't have this. I mean, and it, you did make me for like five years sit and watch all of the games and and write up quotes of J- John Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was, was like, that, that was some major hard oh, labor. Oh, rest that in I was peace, positively to. Gruden. That was the best. For <laughs> I those, say rest in peace, John Gruden. I'm like, I think he's still alive. <laughs> oh no, no, he's he's fine. So I just like before before we wrap up here, I just. You know, I'm watching this game. I'm watching Brian Flores, who I don't think is on the hot seat. I mean, that wouldn't really even be fair. Yeah, that would not be fair. But then there's Vic Fangio. I like I I wrote about this in the Guardian column. I don't did you see the Joe Flacco quotes? Yeah. Joe Flacco was like I mean, it was what? It was two minutes, it was third and it they the they had it third and five from the Indy forty eight and then it was um and I, th- I think a first down would have ended it, and then it's fourth and five, and they they put, they don't go for it. And Joe Flack was like, "We're a two win team." Like, I mean, he was just he was livid. He's like, "How you know they're going to get the ball back either way? We either make it or they're get they're going to get that, and the, the you know it's probably going to be the same outcome." So 
he was just I mean he was basically questioning his offensive coordinator and it just made me wonder you know I mean Vic Fangio has lost a lot of close games I think it might be like the third game with it that they lost in like the last 30 seconds or something I don't know I kind of feel like Vic Fangio is not really ready for this as much as I thought he might have been it's just not it's just not aggressive enough and I don't know well, in Victor Fangio's defense, his quarterback is Joe Flacco. Was <laughs> <laughs> Joe well, Flacco? It's one thing if you have Aaron Rodgers and you you know you go go for it on fourth and five to steal the game. It's another thing when your quarterback is Joe Flacco. So I kind yeah. of understand. I mean, he's a de- defensive first coach. Like uh, you know, he's always going to try to trust his defense in that situation. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, still, like the I mean, the Colts were were kind of like a little stymied on offense, but like they still are well coached and they do have some playmakers. T.Y. Yeah, Hill, you, know. you know, whatever. But you know, your beloved Niners. How many close games did they lose? Kyle Shanahan's first year. Like, and they didn't, uh, a lot of that had to do with not having Garoppolo who got hurt. But like, I remember like yeah. every game, oh, the Niners, they almost pulled that That's one out. I hated football, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, yeah, get, I mean, losing close games is not like a reason to fire a coach. Like if your team is quitting on you or you're not moving the ball. It doesn't seem like, like they're good. Yeah, just losing close but games. But I don't, I don't actually think Vic Fangio should be fired. I just like, I don't know. Because I'm thinking about it with Matt Nagy because I did, you know, obviously I was I was enveloped in it, writing about it and then just kind of like conversing with people on Twitter about it. And and just it's so shocking how quickly we, we turn on these coaches like it's I mean, obviously we do it for players, too. And I it's not like I'm saying anything that's newsworthy, but I feel like it's like a psychological disorder or something that we have in the NFL. I mean, are other sports like this or you just like someone getting a hitting slump in baseball and you're just like, they're done. Like they suck. I mean, part of it is social media. Part of it is the cadence of football that you know, you only have 16 games. You wait your whole week for those three hours on Sunday that you can sit down and watch and you put this like heightened importance on a sport that, can be random or that can turn, you know, on a 50, 50 play. And then, you know, then when you lose, you're always looking for someone to blame. I mean, that's yeah, just, that's I just agree. Sports. I, I, I don't know. It's I mean, particularly football. It's why football sucks. I, you know what? On this point, I have to agree. Cause as I was writing my column and I'm just like, I hate this culture that we're in. We're like, we're supposed to have takes. If we write for the major outlet or, or anything, like we can't, just be super nuanced about it. I mean, we can, but like everyone, everyone has an opinion or they expect you to have an opinion. And like, I don't know. I don't know how good of a coach Matt Nagy is overall. Like maybe he'll win five Super Bowls. Maybe he'll just, maybe his playbook has been discovered and he can't do anything about it and reinvent himself. And, or, or maybe they'll like the bears will run the table and make the playoffs. Like, I don't really know. I mean, you see, you know, football cultures and locker rooms and momentum and, but it is random and it is injury prone. And I, I just, I, I, I hate that in football in particular that we're, we, we feel the need to be so takey, but it is like, you know, it is also natural, like you said, because of the cadence of football. Yeah. 
I just I try to just enjoy the game for the three hours and not worry. I was about waiting for you to say I should stop writing about football. Yeah, I wasn't was going to go there. Um, I see you thinking it. No, I know. It's yeah, so I'm quitting my job on yeah, this podcast I mean, right now. No, it's fun to talk and kind of goof around on the podcast, but like, you know, the 24-7 analysis of a sport where you play three hours a week is it's just not healthy for like adult living. <laughs> like it was good when I was a kid. It was good when we were in our twenties and going to the bar and, you know, drinking beer and, and just enjoying like the freedom. Like one bloody Marys or whatever. And just, and spending before, a whole Sunday watching football. But like, all day yeah. and taking a nap. Then you, you know, you get become an adult, <sighs> you have kids, you shuttle your Damn kids it. to various sports. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was more broken up that my kid lost the soccer game that you know made it to the championship had this amazing comeback and then lost in overtime and that like compared to the bears like bears are meaningless and um but then you know you kind of see like things that happen like with your children and and while i was bummed and i had a, this pride that they had to actually come back and you know you just sort of Aww. like you're sort of like embracing the journey of of your kid kind of growing up and growing and you know that like every sort of you know you know tournament like this is something that they can build upon and like you just you like it it unlike football which is completely random and no correlation between seasons watching your kid grow up and play sports actually does feel like it builds on itself and you uh, there is sort of a long-term perspective that sort of like allows you to take solace in a loss. I have no solace in the Bears losing. It sucks. <laughs> their season's over. They they you know they lost their mojo. Trubisky's got you know seeing ghosts like Sam Sam Darnold. He's done. It's just over. And there's nothing good about it. Nothing good about it at all. So I'm with to, that, I'm trying to think of something, <laughs> but there's not. I think I can think of nothing. Yeah. Next sport. No, you know what? What? They had you. They had when they had the interception first quarter that the defense did a nice cha cha slide. Yeah, you know what? They got so many dances saved up because they thought <laughs> no. they were going to have all these turnovers this year and be so good. And that's like the second time that they've like been able to break out like they a turnover so dance. Well choreographed too. It's <laughs> They're like, like oh, finally we got a dance. Oh wait, the offense can't punch it in for the fucking three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, it's nice to know. I appreciated that little monologue there, and it was nice to know that you love our son more than Danny Trevathan. So I do. You care, but it is true. It's so cool to see how the experiences are are framing him, and you know, like you can think of how they're just build upon themselves and frame his life. And I, yes, I just also don't care as deeply about you know. Except, except for, Nick, know, for Nick Bosa. Like it sounds like you're. Oh, Cyrus said, by the way, high. he wants to be Nick Bosa for Halloween. But I've kind of had mixed feelings oh, about it. Oh, my God. Um, you know what? Let, the, the kid doesn't need to know everything. Yeah. Like the kid no, enjoy, can just be. Enjoy his. Just like me, when I. With those three hours. And and even when I've been, you know, I like what did I like, the, I covered the Browns game. I was in the locker room and I was right there. Nick Bosa is a very special athlete, and when you're in the moment with him, you 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 can appreciate it very much. And um, you know, I, I I was just floored by how dominant 
he was again. And I, you know, I'm cool. If my kid wants to, you know, admire his talent on the field, that's great. That's great. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Are we done yet? We can be done. All right. Are we going to be back next week? Are you going to be? Yeah. Who did the Bears play? I don't even know. Who Who the the fuck cares? Seriously. Can I look it up and tell you? Can I look it up and tell you? All I know is they have like five straight games against teams that are awesome and they're going to just get crushed. (laughs) Because they were good last year. The Patriots don't play. Um, Okay. Wait. They play uh, the Eagles. Okay. Oh, the Easy the, re- the rematch. Oh, whatever. <laughs> no one's gonna. T- oh man, you're gonna have to see the Cody Parkey field goal like a thousand. I'm not times even gonna watch. watch. I'm not even gonna watch. I-, I I will make it a point to not watch the game. Oh, it's not. It's actually not that bad, honestly. It's the the Eagles who I mean aren't that great. The Lions who you can beat. The Rams who I also think are beatable. Um, the Giants. Lions against and then the Cowboys. You can, you can make a run here, Dave. Great. With that, Looking forward to it. Turn that frown upside down. Let's go. Woohoo! All right, should we just end this now? Yeah, yeah, that's good. So we're done. I'm done. I'm done with the okay. NFL. Okay. Yeah. Bye, NFL. Okay. Bye. Go Niners. <laughs> <laughs>